After a few teleportation mishaps, the party have found themselves in the Western Fell, in a small town inhabited by Veilings, workers and peons serving Quenberg and Vamok, mining away, looking for the heart of the void. In a lodging belonging to Vamok, the group had a moment to themselves where they confronted Vamok, finally, on his plans. And in divulging them, he revealed his master scheme to rid the world of intent in its entirety. But also, he admitted this plan was not his own, but shared with the betrayer god, Air. At this revelation, Luna gets to her feet and just like fuming. She's like, I, I knew it. I knew it. There was something wrong from the start. You were gods above and below. Rolandi are also getting to his feet. Of course. How often have you been in communication with him? Is he following us? Have you been granting him access to our locations, our thoughts, our plans this entire time? Please, Rolandia. Do you really think that I need to be the one leading you along? Each of you were so eager for purpose, so eager for direction. You jumped at the chance to kill the Veilors. Who do you think the Wanderer is? Yes, we know that that's air. Yes, and even after discovering that, we still persisted in doing what he asked. That had nothing to do with me. Well, we modified that task to suit our own end goals, our own purposes. Are you so sure? Perhaps there is more at work than you know. And perhaps there is more at work than you know, Vamok. You think I am foolish? You think I am stupid? You think I would trust one they called the Betrayer God? I think you can be short-sighted sometimes. I think you would be foolish enough to believe that you could pull one over on a god. It's at this point that Val actually receives this kind of tingling in your ears, this muted, like, and then finally, coming into clarity in your mind, you hear Kelnias' voice in a message sent. Where are you? I've been in the Yellowford Vale for days now, and there is no sign of you. I've avoided Warden's day and... And then you kind of lose that <laughs> as, you know, everyone else's voices fade back into your you know, consciousness. And then again, this muffling and, and night and no word from any of you. Where are you, Val? I need to know now. I think this is very uh, overwhelming at this exact moment in time. Uh, so Val kind of reels a little bit and then, without saying anything to the group, will respond back to Kelnies. We are in the Kinlands at a mine. I'll send you the location. Just so you are aware, we have recently learned that Vamok is in league with Air, and, uh... We're trying to obtain the Heart of the Void. I don't know why you're in the Yellowfoot Vale. You receive a message back. Because that's where we decide... Oh, I see. Well, if that's what you say, and Air's now involved, it's probably best I come to you, no? No, I think that would be wise. I'll describe the location to her as best I can, as where it would be on a map. And then if I can sort of, like, transmit that same creepy Vamok connection to her, if that's possible at all, I'd like to try to do that. Roll intent. Okay. Ooh, 35 and 47. That's a success. Yay! You get this, like, emotional, nonverbal communication from Kelly that is just an affirmative, like, yes, she's received that. Okay. 
as your awareness then fades back into the room, which is just Rolandir yelling at Vamok, Vamok yelling at Rolandir, Luna yelling over the both of them, <laughs> whatever anyone else is saying or doing. And Vamok, I, this is not the first time that I would have expected something like this from you. I, I should have seen this coming. Kill the oh. ace is coming. What was that, Val? Kill the ace is coming. Kill the ace. All right. I don't know why she wasn't with us in the first place, but... Evidently, she went to the Yellowfoot Vale. I don't know why. Why would she have gone there? I, as I said, I do not know. Well, how long is it going to take her to get here? I did not think to ask that. I will... Let me find out. I will sending her again. <laughs> as you do try to access her again in this way, you kind of get this mental block from her. Because if she's deep in those human lands, she's sending up flares anytime she does anything. So yeah. you kind of get a, oh, I'm putting her in danger. Yeah, okay. Do not disturb mode has been activated. I She won't respond at this point, but... Well, I don't think we should do anything else until she's here. We need another... Wait, is she Godborn? No. She's just really good. All right. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That's a good point. Well, we need her as well before we take any more steps. I don't know if we can afford to wait. You cannot. Any of you who wish to stay here may do so. I intend to go forward into the mine. Well, we can't just let him go in by himself now, can we? I'm going with him. I think that would be wise. God damn it all. Then let's go already. The first sound decision that you have made in a while. There is no way. First off, you were planning on killing the gods, which is something that I can't understand and I can't even believe. If I wasn't stuck in this place with you, I would have left hours ago. But beyond that, now you're going to follow him on his crazy quest to serve a false god and manage to equalize the world by robbing us of a thing that brings us such great power and hope. And you expect me to go with you? I will wait for Kilnias. I will take care of it, and I will stay with you as long as it takes for me to find a way out. But that is where I leave. I cannot follow you on this quest. <laughs> I'm actively deciding now whether or not I must try to stop you. Dominique, we do not share goals with him. She's just like... At Vermark. Your goals are no better than his. At least I don't see where they are. Well, stay behind here and contemplate what you must. Do wait for Kelnies, point her in our direction. And honestly, after that, I'd recommend you do find your way home. Love to. If I wasn't just teleported 9,000 miles from home. Rolander <laughs> <laughs> doesn't acknowledge that fact, then he just turns around to <laughs> go with the mock. Nick will probably follow Lass into the mines. And before doing so, we'll put both of his hands on Dom's shoulders and we'll just say, Godspeed, and give him a curt nod and leave the house. Before we get too deep into this situation, is she going to be willing to die? We're going to have to fight? Yes, what was this deal you all made with her? Honestly, it was merely to take care of the aspects and to come after her. Really, we didn't get into specifics at that point. My only worry is that perhaps her desires have changed after all this. I guess we'll just have to see. In that case, it will definitely be a fight. I mean, she's in the service of Vale currently and I doubt that's a position many people want to stay in. Unfortunately, Vamak, you seem to know her best. Do you not have any insights? I do, but I've learned it is best to let you all run out of steam before proffering any information. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Luna, like, just kind of goes a little wide-eyed. 
You and I have butted heads from the very beginning, Vermark. I don't think that is a secret. Right now, we are walking a very thin line, the both of us, on either side, and I don't want that to be the case. If you have information, share it. You don't need to lord it over us. She has not changed her disposition. Of this, I am reasonably certain. The Velors, well, the aspects of the Velors, do not enjoy their positions. They were once beings, and now they are made to suffer for eternity. So, is she willing to die? Yes. Will she go without a fight? I would doubt that Vale would give up his aspect so easily. She may be compelled against her will. Particularly one who can transform themselves into a hideous beast. Fly off into the distance. I think you bring up actually a good point. I fear in doing this, we make ourselves an enemy of Vale. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I don't know that this is going to be helpful information at this point in time, but I do sort of have a directive or a sort of, I don't know, I, I could contact him and he might not be completely disinclined to be cooperative with us. Rolandier kind of just shifts an eye over to Val and he's <laughs> like... You have something you want to tell us as well, Val. Luna has a similar look, though a little more taken aback, and she says, How how long has that been going on? At this point, I think timelines are a little beyond my comprehension. Uh, since the Twilight Eternal, at least. Well, go on. <laughs> <laughs> In the sort of, I don't know, hallway of horrors where we were remembering... I guess I don't know what happened to you all. <clears throat> there, I, I don't know, I lived through several experiences and memories, and one of them was more real than the others, if that makes sense. It was not an illusion. It was like I, I stepped back through time somehow, and he was present, and I don't remember explicitly what we talked about in detail, but I, I asked him if he knew how I could break my bond with Yakuda, and he said he did and would help me do that, and I just needed to contact him when I was in a position to do so. And have you been? No. That is the last time I have spoken to him to my knowledge. Luna looks wholly unsatisfied with this and just kind of motions to the gaping mine shaft ahead. Well, let's walk and talk. <laughs> All I know is Brynir's feeling left out. Everybody's got their magic powers, making deals with gods. Rolander actually, you know, they, they kind of like start shuffling along and Rolander just like kind of out to the group says, if anyone else has any other deals they've made with a patron god, that would be a great time to share as we're having these moments of honesty with each other. I, for one, do not. My deal that I had more that Sindor had with me to kill Brynir should I stray too far from his path is gone. That's the last I've heard of it. I have no further dealings. He looks at Brynir. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Brynir ever even know that? He does not know that. I think that's the that's the first time Brynir's heard this then. That's the first time we've all heard this. That That's what Rolander says. It, it's kind of lost on him that he hasn't <laughs> shared that yet. <laughs> so you were harboring a secret as well? Yes, seems like we all have secrets. When were you going to share this with me? Uh, to be frank, Brynir, I forgot that I hadn't already. When we were in the Twilight Eternal, do you remember when Actually, I... Actually, I don't care. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Vicious. I love it. That actually makes Rolander chuckle a little bit. <laughs> just like, yes, it doesn't matter, but you don't need to look over your shoulder anymore. Never did. I always believed in you, Rolandia. That warms his heart in a small dark hole he didn't know that was there. <laughs> hmm, well, look at this. For the first time ever, I'm the only one without any secrets among these. Let's continue forward. As you actually continue forward, you look and you see Vamak is not with the group anymore. He's actually already at the entrance of the mine, just heading in. Should probably catch up, and Runner's going to quicken his pace to keep stride with Vamak. Val will look very sheepishly at Luna and then go. Do Brynir and Mick head after? Yeah, Brynir will. Yeah, Mick will just follow in suit. As Val shoots that look to Luna and starts off, she kind of takes you by the arm and holds you and says, I wish you'd said something. I'm sorry, I am. And I mean, that was before you and I were whatever we are. But I, I, I just need you to be honest with me going forward. Absolutely. I, I, what are we? This is a great time to be having this Val's an idiot. We all know this. I don't know why this continues to surprise you guys. I I love it. I love it. (laughs) Luna, Luna honestly just like gets this dumb smile and she like places a hand on Val's cheek and she's like, I don't quite know. And I know we've lost something from whatever happened on wherever we went, but perhaps now's not the time. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, We should catch up to the others. Okay. Tell you what, you lost your virginity. (laughs) 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 If it wasn't true, it wouldn't be nearly as funny. (laughs) Everyone, Val and Luna included, will have caught up to Vamok as you make your way down this central mineshaft. It's dark. The air is thick with dust and rock chips that are flying as these veilings just work tirelessly to uncover this underlying superstructure of something, some labyrinthine complex. And as you work your way down these central passages that have been hollowed out, it really isn't long before as you're working your way through these corridors and hallways and down staircases and towers of sorts that you come across a large central chamber wherein you find Lady Quenberg. The floor and the walls closest to you about halfway down are normal. It's etched stone that's been completely uncovered and chiseled out of the natural rock. But then the latter half of the chamber and the ceiling is all still like intermixed with the natural cavern that somehow grew in, overtook it. Unclear, honestly, of how this this even came to be. It's as if it were, you know, like flooded with concrete, but that concrete was just natural stone. Does Quinberg notice us? She does. She says nothing, though. She stands simply, hands behind her back, waiting for you to approach. Vamok does so, with the others in tow. She cocks an eyebrow at Vamok as you stop a little ways before her. I'd recognize your aura anywhere, but your visage is changed, Vamok. A great many things have happened since I last saw you, Quenberg, 
And Vamok will go ahead and dispel the altar self and just revert back to his deformed self, not even the mask in form. Perhaps that is more suiting of your true nature. However, I've sensed as you were gone, the light of my brothers and sisters grow dimmer and dimmer till they were all but snuffed out. Just as you asked. True. Though, not as I asked. Relandia, was it? Yes. Yes. Seems you've been busy. Yes, quite. And I must clarify your previous statement. I did not command you to do as such. I simply advised you to carry on with your previous task, which I believe the Wanderer gave you? In a way. Although we've since made some alterations to his requests. For as I'm sure you are also aware, the Wanderer is not who he purports to be. Oh, good. I can start beating around that bush then, may I? Please. We've all had our own moments of clarity in the recent past, so you may feel free to do so as well. Be honest. Yes, quite. The rest of you... I recognize faces, well, auras, really. But not this one. And she motions to Brynir. Yes, I've never seen you before either. Pity. I must say, I assume then you're here to fulfill your edict, are you not? That is correct. Then you are also here, I assume, Vamark, to claim our prize. That is correct. The Veilings have worked tirelessly since your departure and we've uncovered much as she just gestures around here as you can plainly see however the heart of the void as we sought it is not here then what is a key a key to open a tomb wherein the heart lies and are you going to say you don't know where this tomb is or do you actually know on the contrary i know precisely where it is but it's difficult to get to. And why is that? Well, you see, it's in an ancient city, long, long since buried and built over a hundred times. As she's talking and she had said that it's not here, it's in, you know, they found a key and they don't know where the tomb is, Rolandia's watching Vamok to see his responses to these, to like see if he's genuinely unaware that that was the case, or if he's also kind of like, if he was already aware that it was not here, or it was go a key to something else. Vamak just has a poker face. He's not really letting any emotion show aside from mild disinterest, which is kind of his default. Okay. Well, so if you found the key then, do you intend to aid us in our further journey and give it to us? Or have you already sent it off for a different purpose? No. It is yours. You may take it and leave at your whim, but you must fulfill your promise to me. I have no intention of betraying our promise, but would you be able to take us to the tomb first? I would not, though I believe in my demise, at least in the process of it, I could help empower you to go there on your own terms. That is ominous. Rolander kind of shrugs and he draws his sword and just says, well, may we be on with it then? Well, stay up later moment ego one and she just paces where she is i have a question first tell me the lot of you know you my story why i am who i am i thought we knew enough but apparently we don't so do tell 
I'll regale you. You see, I had a name once. Quenberg is not my true name. No, it is simply a moniker I've been able to adopt here. I have no name any longer, though there is a name burned so deeply into my memory that I will never escape it. Azaleth, the name of my daughter. You see, she was once a godborn, righteous, full of life, bright, smart, before the ages of kin and men as you know them. She was beautiful, and she was mine. She was killed, murdered, by servants of your very master. She shoots a glare at Rolandia. Vale tricked me into carrying out his own revenge against those that had taken her from me. For we shared similar goals. We both sought vengeance. But instead of respite, I received curse upon curse from both Vale and Sindor to be as I am today. She was cast aside by Sindor and by Vale, left to suffer as I was, though she only sought to serve the gods that empowered her. A true respite for me, yes, would be death, but one other thing which you will grant me. I will see my daughter again. And how do you intend to make that happen? Easy. One of you will take up her mantle as the godborn of Delagast. There's probably some silence for a little bit, uh, taking this in. And Mika such is also taking in the challenge and also her story. And we'll suddenly speak up and we'll say, I will do it. I'll become a godborn. Well? There's a moment of silence as you pose that <laughs> question. And even Luna looks between the lot of you and just, that can't be that easy, can it? For Rolandir, if I recall, you had to basically shed your other self, and Vamak, Val, either lost parts of yourselves or gained new undesirable ones. That is true. I think, if anything, the last, I don't know, four or five hours have proved one thing, and that is that those of us who are guardborn are the ones who cannot be trusted. I don't necessarily caution you against this, Mick, but... It is not an equal trade. Even for the godborn of virtue and mercy? Well then, if not me, then who? Brynir, would you take up that mantle? As Mick looks to Brynir, Brynir looks like he has some concern on his face. Well, I am not opposed to becoming a godborn. I do worry what the effect it would have on me. I do believe that I would be able to control and manage myself. But as I have seen, it does bring out some unfortunate characteristics in people. But as Delegast is the only one that was trying to speak on our behalf, he might not be such a bad option. I will say, Quenberg speaks up, do not fool yourselves into thinking it will be easy. As one of you, she gestures to Luna, has pointed out, your interactions with the ethereals in the past have cost you something when falling into their service. And now, to become entwined with one when you are so opposed to them, it may be dangerous. 
It may, in fact, kill you. I could not say for certain. And what if you refuse? What if neither Mick nor Brynir accept? Then you will not fulfill your oath to me, and I will remain upon this mortal plane, and the tethers which you seek to sever by ending my life will remain firmly in place. And is there not another way? What about the god of death? Quenberg will say, Ha! Of that I know well enough how well acquainted you are with Tentever. His very godborn stands with us, and she gestures for Mark. But what of it? Well, perhaps there's a back door, so to speak, to see your daughter again, perhaps in the land of the dead, where your daughter, I would presume, would be. No. Though Tentever is the keeper of the dead, he's not the keeper of curses or godborn. I have long since ascertained that neither Sindor nor Vale hold my daughter's soul. Therefore, it must be Delagast. How do I speak with Delagast? Correction, how do we speak with Delagast? I would arrange it for the pair of you. However, I must warn you. Should one of you go and be deemed unworthy of his service, you will die, and your oath to me will remain unfulfilled. Should both of you go, and one of you be deemed fit for his service, that one shall take upon the mantle of my daughter, freeing her soul, and in turn, I will give in to death. However, the one who is unfit will not return. You have a chance to take, a choice to make. One of you goes, and perhaps you succeed, but perhaps you die. Or both of you go, in which case, oh certainly, he will pick one of you, but the other will remain. Could we not send them one right after another? Oh, surely you could. Hopefully you send the right one first. Yes, the outcome would be fairly similar to sending them both at that point. But if we send them both, then death is a guarantee. I do not think we should send both. Nor do I think we have any right to suggest which one, if any, should. And Rolandier kind of steps back a few paces from Quenberg and from the others... You two decide amongst yourselves. Luna looks between Brynir and Mick and will say, I'm not sure how it is for Godborn, but I always felt a draw to Sarith in finally knowing that he was my father. Perhaps it might be the same for one of you, and we can avoid an, well, a death. And she'll step back too and kind of just wait beside Rolandir. Val, looking between the two of them, will just say, I think that either of you would be a wonderful fit. For virtue and mercy. And step back. After taking in what all of them have said, or those who have spoken to both Mick and Brynir, in particular, Mick is going to take in what Luna said and search within himself if he does feel a connection. Is there a way to do that? Whatever role you feel appropriate. Mick will think it's most appropriate to roll insight. That's what Mick thinks. <laughs> and he takes out his dice. <laughs> I'll leave this up to luck. And he kisses the dice and throws it on the ground. Chris thinks that Incredible. too. <laughs> I rolled a 31. You feel the warm and fuzzies in your chest. And when you think of pairing with this god, there's no ill will. There's no ill intent. And there's a calm reassurance that settles upon your mind. Mick will then reach out a hand and will almost halt 
do you know what I'm saying? Like, put it out to Brynir and put it on his chest and we'll say, Brynir, I will go. As you wish, Mick. But I do not want you to be doing this if you think it's going to spare someone else's life. Do it if you truly believe that you will be okay. And Mick will, without saying a word, will give a nod towards him and will bring his attention to Quenberg. Well, what next? I will make myself known to him, dropping the veil that I have held in place for millennia. He will come to claim me, and in turn, you. But I must warn you, as you've noticed with all your friends that have done this before, you will come away changed. Do you understand that? If there's anybody in this room who would understand change, it would be me. 